Hey everyone, welcome back to When Hustle Meets Flow, the podcast. It's Christy Dole, your host. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about anxiety. And this coincides with a free masterclass that I'm teaching, and I want to share that with you guys now. And then I want to talk about something that recently happened and a few of the tools that I will be teaching in the class how I use those tools to help me through a situation that brought anxiety into my life. So first, I want to talk to you guys about this masterclass real quick, and I will get into way more in depth during the class, but I suffered suffered from anxiety for about 10 years between the ages of 19 to about 30, 31. So it was a little over a decade. And it started uh, because I had a the first guy I ever loved in my whole life. He was a Marine. And after 9-11 happened, he was shipped off to Iraq. And so thus began my journey with anxiety. And I wanted to share all the practices, the mindset, the habits, the tricks, the tools that I used to overcome anxiety. So like I said, I suffered with it. It was my normal for over a decade. It really was. I was fired from jobs because I was late all the time. I was late all the time because I would be laying in bed with panic attacks. Um, The physical symptoms of it used to make me more sick than I ever had been in my life. I was always nervous, stressed. I was in reactive mode. I was in survival mode. So my relationship suffered, just really everything, all the things that anxiety does plagued me. And it was around my 29th birthday that I had had enough. And I really took matters into my own hands. I decided to cultivate practices. I decided to research like a crazy person and really find out how I can unravel my nervous system, because I believe at my core, we are all meant, we are all born perfect. We are all meant to be calm and at ease and peace. Our nervous system is really set up to be in flow and in peace and to feel calm. And so when we have anxiety, our nervous system is rattled. And so I took about, it took me a good 18 months to two years of really going deep in these practices that I will be teaching. And so I wanted to just offer you, if you're interested in taking this class, it's completely free. What will happen is you're going to receive an email on February 20th at noon. It will be a video that will be short, succinct, to the point, so that you can listen to it and gain all of these uh, strategies and tools that I've I've created and I've researched and I've used. And, and then you'll also receive some downloads so that you can start actually journaling on the practices, writing things down, um, brainstorming for yourself, and getting you started on the journey. What I promise is that if you partake in some or all of the practices that I will teach you, what I promise is that if you do it consistently, Six months from now, you will feel a difference in the anxiety that's in your life. A year from now, you will see and feel a massive difference in your life. Um, But it really requires you to obviously take the first step and receive this information 
And then the next step is to actually implement it and to do it on a daily basis, to do it when it's hard, to do it when you don't feel like doing it, because that's really how change happens in your life is just consistently showing up over and over. And so I will be offering um, this. It's a free class. All you have to do is you can either head to my Instagram page. It's at when hustle meets flow and click on the link in my bio and then sign up. Or you can go to the notes of this podcast and I will put the link that you can click on directly there. All right, guys. So that will be sent out on February 20th. So you have until now, until February 20th to sign up and receive that. If you're listening to this after February February 20th, you can still click the link and receive the email immediately. Okay. So that is my gift to you. I'm really excited to serve at this level. Anxiety is something that I have noticed is becoming more and more prevalent in today's society. It's so, it's so out there in so many numbers that people think it's normal. They just are like, oh yeah, my anxiety, I have anxiety and it's just, they're normal. And I actually really want to break that stigma. I want to break that cycle. Um, and I want to heal. I want to help you guys heal yourselves because also I've seen that anxiety is becoming more and more noticeable in children. And I am a firm believer that if a parent can heal themselves in any space, especially with anxiety, their child will also heal. But it starts with the parent, right? So um, I wanted to just plug that, make sure you guys know about it. I'm really excited about this project. It's a passion project of mine. This is a skill I have mastered is keeping anxiety out of your life. And then when it actually does show itself up because life happens and nothing's perfect and things happen that can stress us out. I'm also providing tools and strategies for what to do when it shows up, which brings us into my next point with this podcast is I actually had a real time example happen just a week ago. That is a beautiful opportunity for me to share with you some of the tools and how I overcame the stressful situation. So with that said, about a week ago, there was something that happened. I don't want to get into the details of it because the details don't matter, but um, I was the victim of an online bullying uh, situation. Someone had used my image, my name, and sort of twisted around, you know, the context and created a forum for people to then come and essentially trash me online. (laughs) Now, I say this with such a grateful heart. I say this with laughter because at the end of the day, it was, I look at every hard thing that I go through as an opportunity to grow, which then gives me an opportunity to teach. So a week ago when it happened, I certainly wasn't laughing about it. It was hard, but today I can look at it and just see it for what it was, which was a gift, a gift to learn from, a gift to teach from. So that's what happened. Um, I did not know about this when it happened. Somebody brought it to my attention about a day later. And so I went and looked and I saw, and there were over 150 comments from strangers on the internet and a few people that actually know me in real life that um, were hurtful. I mean, they were very hurtful and it was it was surreal. So when, when this happened and I was alerted to it, um, 
the very beginning of it, I just uh, almost like shock, right? So, and this applies to just anything that can happen to us that can cause us anxiety um, externally. So I'm going to talk about this in the course, in the class, but there are internal factors that start anxiety and there are external factors. So right now, this is an external thing that happened in my environment that caused me to experience anxiety. So I will talk about both in my class, but for this podcast, I'm going to talk about this external thing that happened. So this thing happened, and at first, I kind of went into shock, Um, just kind of like couldn't believe this was happening, didn't understand why this was happening. You know, I was kind of falling into victim mode. Why is this happening to me? What did I do? Blah, blah, blah. You know, all that, all that stuff. And then the physical symptoms of anxiety started to settle in. I noticed my vision became hazy, my breath became short, I my palms became sweaty, my hands were shaking a little bit, I felt a tightness around my chest, I was feeling kind of like a heaviness in the pit of my stomach. And um, then, of course, feelings of shame, embarrassment started to take over. So in the anxiety, I was feeling these physical symptoms, which then turned into emotional feelings of shame and uh, anger and disappointment, and which then triggered me to feel even much more anxiety. So I'm going to talk about this in my class, but anxiety can cause habit loops. And these habit loops are where something triggers the anxiety, the anxiety comes then you feel shame or guilt or rage, you know, insert whatever emotion you want because of the physical symptoms of the anxiety, which then triggers more anxiety. So you get into this shame loop or this anger loop or this rage loop or this depression loop. And it's just, it's just feeding and feeding and feeding. So I noticed that that started to happen. And in this moment, so this was about one hour into having been notified about what had happened, I decided to take this as an opportunity to use it as a way to learn more about how to manage anxiety. I knew that I was teaching this class, so I was starting to transcend the um, situation into something that was an opportunity for me to grow and learn. So the first thing that I do when anxiety becomes present is I ask myself, what is the story attached to the anxiety? And in this case, the story was, I was the victim of online bullying. Um, I felt like a victim at the time and, you know, poor me, blah, 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 that whole thing. So that was the story. The second thing that I asked myself was, where is the anxiety showing up in my body and where, how is it presenting itself physically? And so, as I said earlier, it was showing up in uh, blurry vision, palms, sweaty palms, shaky hands, labored breathing, tightness in the chest, and heaviness in the belly. Then I asked myself, do I have racing thoughts? Am I having obsessive thoughts? And in the moment, I was kind of on the, I was on the edge of that. Um, Because I have a meditation practice and because I'm able to really notice my thoughts, I don't necessarily, it's been a while since I've allowed myself to just spin out of control, but I was noticing that these thoughts of victim were coming in, these thoughts of anger, I was feeling super vulnerable, super exposed. 
Um, this person that had targeted me as a complete stranger had no idea what they were. So I was feeling very hurt, just wondering, you know, how did I bring this upon myself? I just kept asking myself that. Um, so I started to notice them and I want to take a pause here to just do a little teaching. When you are experiencing anxiety, if you can take a pause and ask yourself, what is the story of this anxiety? What is the physical way it's showing up? And am I experiencing racing thoughts, obsessive thoughts? When you can do that, what you're doing is you're putting space between you and the anxiety. And instead of being in it, and instead of the anxiety just sort of taking over your body and just you being in it or you having it, instead you're actually noticing it, you're observing it. Now, this doesn't stop the anxiety. This isn't going to stop the racing thoughts. It's not going to stop the physical sensations. But what it's doing is it's creating space so that you can feel relief sooner than later. Okay, so that's my first tip. When the anxiety comes, notice the story about it, notice the mind chatter, and notice the physical sensations. The next thing that I did was I started to focus on my breathing. And this is going to be something I go into in depth in my class, but I encourage all of you to start a breathing practice and a meditation practice, truly. And it doesn't have to be this crazy thing where you're sitting for 20 minutes in silence and you have no thoughts. I just want to make clear right now, meditation is not about sitting and having no thoughts. That's not the point. If that were the point, then nobody would do it because it's damn near impossible to not have thoughts, right? The whole point of meditation, especially in the beginning, is to simply notice your thoughts. So instead of being the thought and instead of that thought being you and consuming you and you believing the thought, instead you just simply notice it and you become an observer of your thoughts. And again, what that does is it puts space between you and the thought and eventually you will start to believe that you are not your thoughts, which you're not. We are not our thoughts. Thoughts are just simply synapses in our brains firing off to each other, just like our liver creates bile and our stomach creates, you know, digestive juices. Like we are not digestive juices. We are not bile, but those organs produce that just like our brain, which is an organ produces thoughts. We are not those thoughts, but unless you become awake to your thoughts, unless you become an observer of your thoughts, you will always believe them. You will always think they were true, which then causes an emotional reaction in the body, which causes you to feel things, which then manifests into your reality. So I'm really going off on a tangent here with, with thoughts and meditation. But my point is start a meditation practice, even if it's for a minute a day, just sit down. And as the thoughts come, just notice them instead of a thought that says like, Oh my God, you know, um, you are, you know, you're behind in life, right? Um, instead of being, instead of having that thought and thinking, Oh God, I'm behind in life. I should be so much further ahead in my life. Instead, you just notice, Oh, I just had a thought that says I'm behind in life. That's interesting. I'm going to put that thought off to the side and I'm going to return to my breath. That's the next part of the meditation practice that I encourage all of you to begin is noticing your breath, inhaling and exhaling. Notice the inhale 
Become aware of the pause between the inhale and the exhale, and then notice the exhale. And then notice that pause between the exhale and the next inhale. And then inhale, notice, exhale, notice, inhale, notice. So that's the practice. Then the thoughts are going to come in. Oh, there's a thought about my laundry to do. I'm going to put that thought off to the side and return back to my breath. So that's the practice I encourage all of you to begin because what I was able to do in this stressful state was then take a moment to focus on my breathing. And once you can get to a point in your meditation, in your practice, where you can actually focus on your breaths and you're able to notice a thought, release it, and return right back to your breath, what happens is the more you can actually focus on your inhales and your exhales, your that tightening in your chest, that labored breathing, and that heaviness in your stomach actually starts to dissipate. It really does. It starts to... The way I can describe it is almost like if you watch water evaporate, if you've ever like watched water evaporate from like a pot or anything like that, and you just sort of see it just sort of dissipate and disappear, that's exactly how it feels for me. So in that moment, I was able to call upon that tool that I have cultivated. I was able to sit in silence and just focus on my breathing. And once I did that for what felt like two minutes, it wasn't a long time. I felt so much lighter. I felt so much clearer. I felt so much more in control and less, less at the hands of the anxiety, less at the um, distress of the anxiety. So as the day went on, um, the thoughts were still there. And one of the tools that I use when anything stressful happens is I ask myself, how is this happening for me? How is this happening for me? And there were a lot of lessons to be learned in what happened. Um, Part of it is just how I show up on social media. And it was just a beautiful lesson. I think my higher self, my future self, put this lesson in my lap because um, they are requiring me to really level up in every part of my life. I am focused this year on taking care of the parts of my life that I have been neglecting. Um, And this was an opportunity for me to look at some of my behaviors and habits and ask myself, are they serving me? Are they not? And to up level. Um, So it was a really great opportunity to do that. Turns out later on in the day, this person actually removed the post. I don't know what motivated him to do it, but they did. And you know, obviously that made me feel so much better because it was the right thing to do. Um, and so the day went on and I, towards the end of the day, I just sort of like looked back on the day and was really proud of myself because I was able to take a very stressful situation, um, and really transcend it, flip it, find the blessing, find the way to teach on it, And at the end of the day, I thought, wow, I got through that and I feel just as peaceful as I do now as I did when I first woke up. And I was really proud of myself. And it actually encouraged me even more to be able to come to you guys and offer real-time lessons about how to overcome anxiety when it becomes present in your life. 
So with that said, I want to thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. I want to encourage you to sign up for my class. There's no upsell at the end. I promise I'm simply delivering a gift from me to you. I think everybody should know how to manage anxiety. If you are taking medicine, do you, but these are absolutely um, tools and strategies that will help you really get to the root of anxiety, pull it from its roots out of your life. Um, and possibly you might not need to take medication anymore. Of course, talk to your doctor about these things, but I am going to be offering tools that for sure will make an impact in your life. So thank you guys so much. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, post it on your social, tag me, let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And um, I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye.